Welcome to Mindful Creatives, the podcast. Your body is always talking to you. So being mindful of what it needs and giving it what it needs changes everything. I'm your host, Kim Tran Flores. When life seems to go too fast and your thoughts overwhelm you, perhaps it's time to slow down by giving your attention to the present moment. On today's episode of Mindful Creators, we have Trinmine Grico from TMG Mindful Nutrition and also DIYP team. For anyone who knows Trin, she is, yes, my my nutrition coach. Thanks for coming and joining us, Trin. Thanks for having me, Kim. I'm no excited worries. to be here. I'm actually so excited to chat with you. We're always excited to chat with each other, right? I wanted to start the episode uh, by asking you, can you tell me three words that describe you? Three words. Okay, I'll try. You're on the spot. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'm going to try and condense that down because, you know, I usually yep. expand to write. Um, energetic. Mm-hmm vibrant yep and the last word i would say adventurous yeah you definitely mm-hmm. are and i i would if i was to describe you too i'd also put in nurturing in mm-hmm. there because you you do make us all feel like we're very loved and very important you're a mindful nutrition coach yes can you explain to me or the audience because yes. I, I don't know <laughs> but to the audience what that entails mm. so when it comes to nutrition there's a lot of ways you can approach it mm. and the approach that i take is from a mindfulness approach so as you know, with mindfulness, it's all about um, focusing your awareness on the present moment, yeah. right? So we take that practice into food and when we're eating as well. Mm. And what does it mean to be mindful with your eating and your food? Mm-hmm. So it's about um, really just slowing down and pausing so that you can really observe what is going on, not just right at the moment, but in your head, mm. in your mind, Um in your body. In your body yeah, as how it well. How you feel. Exactly. Your yeah. emotions. Where are you at? Yeah. So being able to incorporate all that mm. in that moment where you're eating mm. just allows you to really pay attention and create a, a – It's I guess it's it's less about being judgmental about where your yeah. thoughts and feelings are at, right? Yeah. But it's about being present mm. and just embracing that moment yeah. right there and then. Yeah. I find that like in society these days too, people get really, um, it, they get really funny about food, right? Because there's good food and bad food, mm-hmm. right? But we, we, we uh, um, and I mean, you and I both, yes. we don't practice good food Mm-mm. or bad food, Mm-mm. right? We, we use yes. different other terms. You want to share what terms Yes, use? yes. I love this topic, Kim, you know that. Um, so, yeah, so when you're being mindful, it's about not labelling things, right? Mm. And you're right. In uh, today's society, we tend to label the good and the bad. Mm. And the thing with that is you then develop a, a negative relationship mm. with things that are good and bad because you've, you've labelled that now. Yeah. So the whole idea around mindfulness and mindful eating mm. is that we leave the judgement behind, right? Yeah. You just let your thoughts come through mm. and... You're aware of that, but you don't judge that. Mm. And it's the same thing. So it's the same approach with food as well. You are aware of what you're eating. You pay attention to how you're feeling. Mm. And there's no need to judge yourself for it. It, It's terms like, um, words like, instead of using bad foods, Mm -hmm. you have recalibrated those Mm. who you work with to use sometimes foods. Yes. Right? Because there's no such thing as a bad food. It's just the amount 
and how That's much you're right. eating of it. Yes. Right? And even like with workout mm. and fitness, yes. a lot of those who are on programs mm-hmm. use the term cheat, cheat meal. meal right? Yes. So you reframe that from saying cheat meal to treat, treat meal. meal. Therefore, when people are working out, like they're not feeling like they're cheating themselves because of all this hard work. They're giving themselves a treat. Yes. Yes, I love that. That's right. And so then it's because cheat is such a negative word, Mm. right? Bad is a negative word as Mm. well. And it gets really confusing Mm. when you tell yourself that or when a trainer or a nutrition, you know, coach tells you, you can have a cheat meal, Mm -hmm. you know, once a week, right? So then it's like, it's okay to cheat, yeah, right? And the way that I try to explain that also is that if you use the word cheat, Mm. now, if we think of um, our children, Mm. right, and they're at school and you you use the word cheat, Mm. right, but they're hearing at home, okay, once a week, mum and dad can have a cheat meal. Yeah. But at school... I'm not allowed to cheat on my tests. Right? Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. So it's about reframing and and changing the way we look at things. Mm. So rather than a cheat meal, it's a treat meal. A treat meal, a treat is is something that you do sometimes. Mm. It's a kind thing. Yeah. Like a massage. Yeah. Like getting pampered. That's a treat. Yeah. So a treat can be anything. Yeah. Right? And so a treat meal is something that you have sometimes. Mm. That you feel good about, that That you worked hard towards. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. And you, well, you don't even have to work for yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just... It's so you just taught me that. <laughs> I don't have to work yes, for it. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm deserving no. of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you know, food is there to be enjoyed mm. regardless of what it is. Yeah. So whether it's healthy food, mm. whether it's a sometimes food, mm. it's there for us to appreciate. And once we can change the way we look at mm. food and yeah. feel about food, yeah. then we change the way we speak about it and, yeah. and feel within ourselves and our relationship yeah, with food. Yeah. I love that. Mm. I know I've spoken to you before and you've said to me, Kim, I'm not, I'm not creative. Like I, I'm, not, mm. I'm not a creative type of person, but <laughs> yes. In your mind too, you probably think creatives are like artists mm-hmm. and designers and stuff. How I see you as a creative is through your food, mm-hmm. right? You're creating new habits and new thoughts and new ways to to um, eat your meal and make your meals too. So that that's where I think for you, that's where your creativeness comes from. What led you into the path of mindful eating or even like you know looking deeper into our food yes 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 so there's two parts to that actually the first part is um I've always loved food since I was little like Mm. it's um I guess it's food to me has always been one of those things where it allows me to naturally be mindful because it um so the reason for that is because it takes in all of your senses, mm. right? So you're, yeah. you're you're looking at the food, you're smelling, you um, you see, you can touch it. So, mm. but, so having food in front of me just naturally lets me to be mindful and be present right there in the mo- moment. Yeah. And then moving on from that, it's almost out of like necessity in a way where you just have to be more creative because you want to be able to enjoy the food that you want to enjoy, but also create the, that balance. Yeah. So being someone that loves food 
Is that this from like a young age that you've yes. always loved food so, and you've always yes. been kind of curious about Yes, it? that's yeah. right. And I was always very, also very studious when it comes to mm. what we've been taught at school as well. Yeah. And so when I learned about the food pyramid, mm. I thought, okay, so how do I incorporate that into, into my, my life, life yeah. right? Be healthy, but still be able to enjoy the food that I want to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. How do mm. I do that? Yeah. And that's where... You, you have to start, you know, being more mindful and creative. And, and I started tapping into that nutrition space mm. naturally because I still wanted to make sure that I had those treats that I was, yeah. that I enjoyed eating, but as well as taking care of my body. Mm. And to be honest, Kim, I thought everyone else was doing the same. Yeah, no, we weren't. <laughs> right? no, we were just like making sure that we like stuck to our one ice cream a day, you know. <laughs> That's what the pyramid said. We weren't really paying attention to all your stuff. Yes. But I, I think the way you looked at the food period versus mm. how we look at it, it was so different. We judged it. Like anything on top was yes. bad for you. Yes. You can't have too much sugar. You yes. can't have too much oil. Anything mm-hmm. at the bottom was like, hey mm. great but there was also like they didn't taste as great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and yeah mm, and the thing about that is you know the as you know the food pyramid has changed mm. oh, I, um, I do now yes. I did before yeah yes and that's where there's part of me that also felt like I made a mistake mm. because I was going by that food pyramid yeah. which is what what led me into becoming a nutrition coach and then incorporating that mindfulness into it. It, It's so funny too, Mm. right? Because when you look at the food pyramid, it's like at the the old one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It was all the carbs at the bottom, right? And now carbs are bad. Mm. I put this in inverted commas, are bad for you, right? But really they're not. No. There's just different types of carb. However, you're you're taught that if you eat more carbs, it gives you more energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, And... it's not the truth though, because I know when I have too much carbs, it puts me into a state of, I want to go to sleep. Same yes. with you. Yes. Yes. How do you think creatives and, and people in general, because mm. you come across a lot, you help a lot of busy women mm-hmm. and um, parents um, in life who are like are juggling multiple things. Mm-hmm. The one main thing for all of us who are busy are always yes. trying to keep our energy levels up. Yes. Yeah. So that we can keep kind of hustling. Yes. I, I want to use the word hustle, but <laughs> keep busy and keep doing what we need to do because we've got a lot to do. Yes. How, how, how does food, how does food play into that? And what yes. can we do to help with that while, yes. you know, trying to, to still be help, like, yes. you know, healthy? So what we put into our body mm. really, really matters because that's what gives you the energy. And I think there's a lot of confusion mm. at the moment, especially the marketing that's out there, right? So the 3 yeah. p.m. chocolate bar, mm. right? Even like the cereal in the morning yeah. as well. The confusion is the types of carbs that are available mm. out there. So fruits and vegetables naturally have carbs in it as well. Yeah, I, do, I know that now. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the thing is most people don't realise that. Mm. And that's where we should be getting our carbs from yeah. because you've got all the vitamins and antioxidants. Like you've got like it's, it's better to have carbohydrates from those natural complex um, yeah. carbs yeah. than it is to have refined carbs. And that's where our energy level will mm. drop and it will drain us with when you have a lot of the refined carbs. Yeah. So anything that's packaged, like for example, the, the chocolate bar, the, you know, the lollies, and mm. instead of calling them bad carbs, yeah. right? Yeah. The, best, the, the best way to um, change the language around them mm. is I call them quick energy food. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. they give you quick energy. Yeah. It's like and, that instant hit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, whereas the complex carbs give you long lasting energy. Mm. 
So if we focus on the complex carbs, that will give us nice steady energy throughout the day. Which helps you keep going. Yes. And and, and do you you agree, and and correct me if I'm wrong, do you think those that give you that quick hit of energy Mm. can also lead to then a little bit of like brain fogness? Oh, definitely, definitely, yes. complex carbs, while the energy delivered to you is a little bit slower, it keeps you going for longer and gives you more clarity. Exactly. And the best food to try that with is oats. Like, I think, especially from, you know, some with, that doesn't grow up, that's not not something we normally eat, right? When I first discovered oats and I started eating oats, Mm. that was when I I realised, wow, you don't need much oats at at all. And it just keeps you going for so long. Like you don't, you then don't have the cravings and feel snackish in between. You don't need that. And oats are one of those things that you can literally add anything to it to make it like great. So you've gotten me onto the oats and I used to do the quick oats, but now I do the rolled oats because I understand that they're they're just a better choice to choose Mm -hmm. on a day to day. Like there's nothing wrong with having the occasional bowl of quick oats, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the rolled oats give you a longer it does, of, um, it does, yes. Energy level. Mm. And I will mix that with like, you know, depending on the day I feel, you can make them savoury or yes, sweet. that's it's right. Very There's versatile. so many different combinations yeah. you can make with it. And that's the creativity in this yes. in food, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. So, you know, put in whatever fruits that you feel like, mm. whether it's berries in, and you can have fresh fruits, frozen fruits. Mm. You can um, add a bit of protein powder to give you yeah. that extra protein yeah, if you wanted to, right, as well. Or, you know, or even like a scoop of peanut butter yeah. as well, right? Yeah. And there's just so many options that mm. you can make from just some something as simple as oats. Yeah. But it'll give you that long-lasting energy and you'll feel so much better for it as well. I found that, I found that it, it's helped... Cr- in terms of creative flow so much better because I'm Mm. not rushing to use up all this energy that I've got and then all of a sudden I hit this dead end and I've got like no energy or I'm just Mm. so tired Mm -hmm. whereas something with complex carbs just keeps you going for a little bit longer and it's more steady hit exactly not like one of those bam yeah like caffeine I guess that's right so most people will just you know they they will tell me that they don't they don't have they don't eat much you know they um, your body will appreciate Mm. it a lot more when you combine that complex carbs with some proteins and then um, also making sure that you get your vitamins from your vegetables Mm -hmm. in it when you give your body what it needs it'll be a lot happier yeah and you'll feel so much better your mood will change as well Mm. your body is always talking to you so being mindful of what it needs and giving it what it needs yeah. changes everything. Like you'll yeah. be, if you feel good, then your mind feels good, and you're able to produce. That's right. Great, great work. That's right. Yeah. Yes, and then, so hence the clarity. Yeah. As well, and the creativity just mm. just flows right. Yeah. Because you're in a much better mood. I love that you mentioned the word clarity too. Yes. Because um, and we're going to go a little bit personal into mm. to to your mind. Um, not long ago, you were can we use the term diagnose or you found out that you had ADHD yes yes and all your life you kind of struggled with certain things that you're like why is someone able to do something and I can't and then being able to give being given that diagnosis helped you yes would you be open to sharing a little bit more about how ADHD affected you yes 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 so I did get a proper diagnose for it Mm. and um and it wasn't until like recently that I even realized that it was a 
thing, you know, as yeah. in for me, like, it, like growing up, I just had no idea. And there was a lot of questioning mm. why, but I just kind of, you kind of just accepted it as, as well, but it's, and it's hidden. And so you, you mask it mm. um, as well. And I realized there were certain things that I was doing to cope with it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, and then there were things that I was struggling and it made so much sense when after the diagnosed, um, to know why I was struggling mm. with it. So the mind up here is constantly racing. Mm. And the thing is, especially in today's society, like we're always like on the go, right? Yeah. So I did not realize that my mind was racing a lot more than others. Mm. Um, I do recall being young, when I was young, mm. there was a moment, there yeah. was this one time where I remember with the, the ex-boyfriend and I asked yeah. him what was going through his mind. He was like, nothing. Yeah, yeah like bull crap. Like, what do you mean no. nothing? Like, yeah. like in right now, what just went through your mind? He goes, nothing. Yeah, you're annoying me by asking me that. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. And then I just thought it was a male-female thing, yeah. right? Because yeah. you know, us women tend to think a lot more. Yeah. But it wasn't until um, when I learned more about it that I thought, oh my goodness. So I have this, these moments where I have like three thoughts coming through at yeah, once, right? Yeah. And then it goes off on a tangent. Yeah. And that's <laughs> when, yeah. And it's funny, I asked this, right? Because the story is, th- there's not a lot of education around at the moment, mm-hmm. um, around ADHD. People mm. are beginning to become more aware of it. Mm-hmm. I know ever since you being diagnosed, I've yes. looked more into it. I've learned yes. ways to not to understand it, but to also help. You. Yes. Like yes. when I'm talking to you to, yes. to make it easier for you. Like yes. I remember once at boxing, yes. you're, I'm standing there and I'm talking to Jono. So Jono's your husband uh-huh. and you're talking to Mark, who's my husband. Yes. And all I hear is, Trin, spit it out. <laughs> yes. And I look over and I'm like, <laughs> I'm mortified, right? Yes. And Jono's laughing because he's so used to this because yes. that's how he is probably with you, right? Yes. So anyway, I'm looking at Mark and I'm mortified yes. and you're just, you're trying to process everything, yes. right? Yes. But he broke you out of that and you were able to process it. Yes. And we get in the car and mm-hmm. I'm like, don't ever do that again. Yes. And he, Mark's like, what? And I'm like, don't do that to Trin. Yeah. And he goes, why? And I said, yes. he, she was stuck. And I said, she's stuck because of her ADHD. Yes. She finds it yeah. dif- more difficult yes. to process things. Yes, and and that's a thing. So these all these things that you see as a symptom, but people don't realise mm. why, yeah. right? So as I was talking to Mark, I'm thinking, okay, how much do I tell him? Do I tell yeah. him the whole story? No, Trin, condense it down, keep it short, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to like do it. So like, I feel like he needs to know like the whole story. <laughs> yeah. And, and I that's have where- to deliver it in a way that's nice to him so that he doesn't feel like I'm attacking him. Yes, like, yeah. that's right, yeah. that's right. So I'm trying to be, so the thing with, um, that I have found mm. speaking to a lot of women that do have ADHD, mm. and this is something that um, Dr. Gabor Mate actually spoke about as well mm-hmm. is that ADHD is other symptoms. Yeah. Okay, so the thing that he said around this is that all people with ADHD mm. have are very sensitive, right? Yeah. We've got big feelings, mm. right? Where um, so our emotions are really, really strong. So when we yeah. we're very observant, very sensitive. But not all sensitive people have ADHD, ADHD. Yeah. right? Yeah. So there's this sensitivity going on in here, and then there's a mind that's racing at the same time, mm. and then trying to make it worse. We're trying to be kind and thoughtful, mm. um, but we're trying to process things and then trying to get it out in a particular way. Yeah. And that's yeah. where there's the um, bit of a, a conflict, yeah. um, and where 
because there's so much going through up here, sometimes it's really hard to slow it down. Mm. And that's where mindfulness is really important. So being able to uh, be present and just clear those, Mm. you know, the monkey chatter in there. Is there food that can help you with slowing down the mind? Like, as in like, you know how like you can have lavender, to, to, mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. calm you, your mm-hmm. nerves and slow you mm-hmm. down. With your diagnosis of ADHD, mm-hmm. did you have to change your diet in a way to help you? Like you would probably avoid caffeine, if anything, right? Because mm-hmm. that adds in, I think. Mm-hmm. Did you have to change your diet? And is there any like tips that you can share with those who are suffering mm-hmm. from, uh, not, I don't want to use a certain mm-hmm. term, suffering, sorry, yes. more like um, who have ADHD. Mm-hmm. Is there something that they can do within their diet? So there are certain food that can trigger so and it's different for everyone actually so some people can do quite well on coffee but a lot of most people Mm. um don't and i haven't always not done very well on coffee and it depends on what coffee it is as well but most of the times um coffee yeah makes you a lot more anxious Mm. as Mm. well and so there are you know like drinking tea is helpful Mm. um and calming so um and when we talk you know like just the the tea with like like chamomile tea and um there's some and some really nice sleeping tea sorry you're going to say something oh yeah i wanted to ask you it, mm-hmm. I, I, it, does this also help not just those who have adhd yes. but just in general right yes. so i'm i'm i've never been di- diagnosed with mm-hmm. hd but i feel like some of the symptoms that you have yes i also have yes. them but like yes. you said not everyone who is sensitive has adhd yes. but people who are have adhd are sensitive yes do these tips work for, for us yes, too? Just yes. like, you know, if I've got monkey, like you said, yes, monkey mind, yes. are these the tips that can help me? Definitely, yeah. definitely. So then that's, um, thank you so much for bringing this up because I think this is also where the confusion is because when someone says they have ADHD mm. um, and they talk about their symptoms, someone else mm. will be will say, oh, well, mm. I've, I suffer from those things as yeah. well. Um, and to get a diagnosis, you have to suffer from, mm. well, you have to, struggle with yeah. these things for a certain number of years um and there are it's there's at least you have to suffer like from i'm um, sorry i don't really like to use the word suffer but you, it, you have to struggle with them for um, a number of years mm. and there has to be like at least six of them yeah right yeah. and so it is normal for us everyone to struggle with a few of those yeah. things right? those, those executive that's right so yeah. we're talking about the executive function i should say mm. just to be exact so the executive functions that allow you to function naturally mm. and the thing is so when you're working with someone who has adhd say you've um whether it's a client whether it's employee mm. the things that you do to help with that for um for that ADHD person, whatever it is to implement. So an example for um, is um, just the way things are written or structured mm. to help the ADHD person um, function a lot easier. Mm. Everyone else actually benefits from it as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's just the way we look and see, see things. Yeah. And this is also um, kind of ties in with, with like dys- dyslexia mm. as well. Yeah. So when you help um, someone who's struggling with, with those areas, other people will also benefit because it just it it just makes a lot more um, yeah. clearer and Which is easier. Where the food, that's why I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about the yes. food. Like, you know, yes. we know chamomile tea and all that yes. helps you with that's yours. That's right. And in, in return, if we started 
for those who don't have ADHD, it also helps them. Yes, that's because, right. Uh, I mean, food affects everyone the same but also differently in a way, yes, right? Depending exactly, on their, exactly. Yeah. That's right. So people with ADHD, they just need it a lot more, yeah. right? Like as in um, with when things just become a lot harder if they don't, if they don't do these things, mm. right? Um, but other people can benefit from yeah. it as well. So... So when we talk about, you know, food with additives and preservatives and like everyone Mm, can benefit from that, right? But Mm. people with ADHD, it's even more helpful for them because it's that extra sensitivity we're talking about here. What's your like top uh, food that you go to in order to help you calm your nerves and to Mm. to relax your, keep you grounded a bit more? Yeah, so warm drinks are really helpful for me. I'll yes. pass on that one. <laughs> so, I, and I guess icy drinks are, are fine as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's again it's the um, the sensation, mm, right? So yeah. if you're if it does the same thing for you, like yeah. a, on a hot day, you know, just pausing and going outside and enjoying that icy mm. cold drink, yeah. If that calms you down, yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. You've right? got to you've got to make it work for you. That's yeah, right. So for you, you've got the so warm drink. For me, it's yeah. the warm drink because it yeah. allows me to kind of slow down. And, and when it's warm, you have to kind of take. You can't take big sips. Yeah, right. You've got to slow the moment down. Yes, yeah. yes. So, and that's what it's. So that's what it. Yeah, that's what I mean yeah. by that. Um, and I would say. So we've got the drinks covered. What about like eating? Eating, yeah. eating. I love sourdough bread, oh, right? Yep. And yep. again, yeah, because it takes longer to chew and eat. Mm. So it takes longer to chew and eat. And that, again, just allows you to be more mindful and just really slow it yeah. down. So when you're eating like white bread, mm. it just melts very, yeah. very quickly. And it's got more preservatives, additives, mm-hmm. and it's not mm. as refined mm-hmm. as, as sourdough, which is a little bit more... Yes, yeah, so it's better for you. Too. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so sourdough, yes, because when you think about the way that the sourdough is made, it takes a lot longer to mm. to be made, right? There's yeah. so much love and care yeah. in it, and and then that in itself, when, when you're eating it, it just yeah, it just takes a lot mm. longer to break down. I love that. Yeah. Well, we reached kind of the end of the episodes, and you've just given the tip to help uh, with mindful eating, not mm. just for those who have ADHD, but just in general mm-hmm. of the two things. So the warm drinks and the sourdough bread mm-hmm. for you. What's your biggest tip? And I have a feeling I know what you're going to say too. What's your biggest tip for those who are not practicing mindful eating, mm. but want to start it? What's one easy thing that they can do to help ground them in the moment, but also to help them with their body? So my biggest tip yep. is to remove distraction mm. right so that's not what I was thinking I thought you were going to tell me to drink more water uh-huh, okay yeah. yes yes <laughs> but well yeah, that health wise yeah, yes yeah. yes but the distraction I yeah I understand yes. that yes so just start by avoiding distraction mm. when you're eating so that you can really be present with mm. your food yeah so that you can enjoy and just pay attention to the moment whether you're eating on your own or with your family mm. or with a friend Let's take away the distraction, whether it's the phone, the TV, the iPad. The book or whatever it what, is. Yes, yeah. the books, that's yeah. right. Um, your work, the computer. Mm. Let's remove that distraction and yeah. just sit down and be present with the food and each other. Yeah. Let's start with that. I love that. Mm. I actually, so when I 
I'm someone who needs to do something while I'm eating, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was to told to put away the distraction, what I just started to do instead mm. was play guess the ingredients. Yes. Yes, you know? I love so that. In my head, I would be eating something. Uh-huh. But for me, like I tapped into, okay, yes. I wonder how many ingredients I can I can guess in this. Yes. So which puts you into the moment. That's right. That. That's yeah. right. That's right. And this is a um, two parts to that, Kim. Mm. I love that so much. One part is that this is a great way to get the whole family to be more mindful yeah. Yeah. and to understand what they're eating as well. So this yeah. is actually a game that we play very often in our home with our, with mm. our family. Um, the second part is this is how I very much learnt to cook as well. So I'll go to, I, when you said that, I can still remember that time when I was in Thailand, okay? We would have this spicy squid salad all yeah. the time and I would um, then just order a, a, um, a serving of it, mm. right? I sat on the beach, yeah. I ate it yeah. and I wrote down, exactly what I thought was in it yeah, just yeah. so I could go home and recreate it and the lady's like you stole my secret recipe <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yeah right I love that yes you. and that's yeah that's um that's me I guess like you said like that's me my creativity yeah. there being that. unleashed yes well thank you so much for sharing that with us Trin and opening up I've, uh, I you know I always love chatting with you so thank you thank you for having me I always love chatting with you too Kim Don't forget to subscribe to Mindful Creatives, the podcast, for more real-world advice from my guests on how to apply mindfulness to inspire creativity and improve all areas of your life.